0: going to look into the chapter, uh, Isaiah chapter 40. Turn with me if you, if you could to Isaiah chapter 40, Isaiah chapter 40, verses from 28 to 31. 28 to 31. Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God, the Lord, The creator of the ends of the earth neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint, Amen. You're all very welcome including the visitors. My name is John Solomon those who don't know me uh, I'm not a pastor I'm one of the believers going to share a word of God with you. Let me begin with a small story. There was a flight going from one continent to another continent it was a long-haul flight and there were a group of uh, adults and uh, some children were on on board and at one point the turbulence was severe and then they heard they um, an announcement from cabin crew manager that we're going to uh, crash land praise yourself And everybody was you know shaking fearing and then they were all saying shouting and things like that. One of the young boys right in the middle of the um, uh, in the, in the middle seat of one of the aisles wasn't bothered at all. And the lady sitting next to her, next to him, asked him we are all afraid of our lives, why are you not? And he just simply smiled at her and said don't you worry, the captain is my father. So the question before we dive into today's position, uh, sorry, today's portion is how far do we know our Lord Jesus Christ? You can pick up answers from uh, your own experience. Some of you might say that I know the Lord for nearly 40 years, 50 years. And you can you can tell me all, all stories about how the Lord has been good, during, especially during difficult time and things like that. But in this chapter, what Isaiah was trying to say to the people, those who were in captive when when Hezekiah was uh, ruling, he was pointing out to them that the God that we know and worship is an everlasting God. The question is, how far do we know everlasting God? I leave that question with you, you can go home and do your own research and and let uh, let the Holy Spirit reveal who is the everlasting God and what are the characters of everlasting God? It is interesting the way that Isaiah has penned down a bit of reflection right uh, at the end of this portion. That's why I began from uh, verse 28. Have we not known, have we not heard the everlasting God, the Lord? Many times, you know, we go on with the life difficulties in our lives and... Um, Sheldon, we pause and, and reflect on what we had done, what, what the Lord has done. It's always good to reflect on who are we and who are we in Christ. That's the most important question. Who are we in Christ? Especially when, uh, when difficult circumstances occur or when we go through difficult time, it's not easy to focus on our mind to the things of the of the Lord. It is very difficult. Many times you had experience, I also had experience of going through a difficult situation, but we are stuck. You know, many times we take control of the situation. But like the like the young boy in the flight, today's portion reminds us that our father is in heaven who also lives in the heart is an everlasting god who knows the circumstances we are in and he is the one who is going to make a way for us to go through and eventually he will bring us to the end of the tunnel and you know if if uh, if you google or if you go into bible dictionary or whatever you have you will come across many, many um, interesting uh, things about everlasting God. And especially when you see allusions like um, eagle or anything else, it's very interesting. Now, we know that in this country, um, there are many bird watches. They buy expensive binoculars and things like that. They take a trip from here to uh, Galway or Sligo, wherever they can, and then they watch... the beautiful migratory birds go, going around. Uh, three weeks ago in my workplace, I thought that there were, there were some children messing with uh, drones. I had never seen a flock of beautiful elf uh, finches flying around because they are so tiny. I thought that they were, it, was, it was like a drone. Somebody was trying to send something into the hospital because our hospital is one of the hospitals in the country where there is no fly zone. <laughs> I didn't believe because you know it was so beautiful to watch it's just like military planes you know like then I looked at closely how they were you know flapping their wings it's so tiny that you can't really pinpoint how they flap but it's amazing to watch how they navigate through uh, tiny branches of trees and then they go and rest on one of the branches it's so beautiful to watch it so this is one, you know one of the interesting things that I would like to point out. Um, many of us had, had seen eagles now. the government has reintroduced eagles eagles and in you know, different birds of prey into different parts of the country. We also have a few eagles um, close by to the hospital I, I did see them a few times, and they are so big they are beautiful to watch and uh, one day I saw um, Crows uh, or jackdaws were just, you know, picking on them and then trying to bother and they were trying to fight. And then the story goes on. And then what happened was it was right in the middle of this hot summer day, one of the summer days in Ireland. You can imagine the how the summer was. So it was really hot summer. All the windows were open, and then I was just looking at uh, at the eagle soaring. They were kept picking on uh, the eagles until it took in you know, a soar up and up and up. And at one point, the crows couldn't do anything, they just came down. But the eagle kept soaring above and above above. This reminds us that we, as children of God, are designed to survive. The question is how far we do know everlasting God. So, hopefully, after this session, may the Holy Spirit reveal more and more from the word of god about characters of everlasting god let's go back to the story of eagle i think two years ago there was a a documentary made by bbc for children Uh, one of the famous uh, actors were explaining how the eagle takes flight and so really high up on the sky it was very interesting because I grew up in a country where I had seen vultures and eagles and things like that, but I never knew how they take effortless flying all the way up. So it was, uh, it was done in a recording studio, it was like a controlled env- environment. The eagle was um, Shasha, I think it was called Shasha. It had, I think she had acted in some of the movies as well. So here is an actor holding onto the eagle on, on his arm. And it is there, just simply you know sitting like that, like any bird sitting on, on on a branch of a tree, and then next minute he gives a signal to the to the man, and then a man in the recording studio with his uh, wind tu- wind tunnel turbine and then a um, few halogen lamps as well, and then he turns it on, the fan runs, and it you know it, it takes the heat and then it blows it away. And then the temperature goes up and up. When it is really hot, the eagle actually stands—you know—from vertical to horizontal. Just stand straight. Then you could see how far the leg, the legs can stretch up. And then he spreads out the wings. And then what happens is he spreads out every single part of the feather. Because some of the feathers were like the flaps on the airplane. They can control movements of, 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 of uh, eagle. And then, within no time, effortlessly, he just goes up. And then he flies, and then soars up, and then he comes down. So, you know, if you t- take that, uh, you know, allusion into, in, uh, into our lives, we are many times like that. We are simply sitting, and then... The storms comes into our lives. It can be difficult circumstances, it can be failures, it can be anything painful that we can't go through. Like the wind, many times the Holy Spirit comes to us. Sometimes we sense it, other times we don't because we always focus on the problems, not on the help from God. The eagle waits until a moment that it is fully ready. He stretches out. He faces all this, you know, really hot, hot air. And then it flies, slowly goes up and up and up. So likewise, when the, when the problem comes like waves over and over again, we can do whatever we want to do. But always try to just take a moment and see. Lord, like the way Peter said, Lord, save me. And he saved him immediately. So something like that, whatever God gives gives it to you, just say it to him. And then keep focusing on everlasting Father God in a way that you can. You don't need to say Bible words you don't need to speak tongues I'm not teaching you how to do it it's just simple some examples that I had done and you had done it's kind of reflection that I'm trying to bring it back to you so whatever life circumstances you are in may the Lord help you to go through and give give peace and calm and success then again what the Eagle does is you know Eagle has long lifespan like crocodiles so the eagle lives maybe up to 35, 40 years, right in the middle uh, middle uh, of, of his life. The, you know, like some of them, uh, you know, sarcastically say, oh, he's, he's going through, you know, midlife crisis. So the eagle is also going through midlife crisis. Okay, but he, the eagle doesn't sit and wait and, you know, wallow through the mid midlife, midlife crisis. Rather, what he does is the eagle goes really high up into the mountains, and then he goes right in the middle of the cliffs where he had built a nest and then he sits in there and then he constantly slowly you know beats his uh, uh, long beak against the um, rock and then slowly it fells apart the the curvy beak actually fells apart because it's old it it is it is no good it is no good for, for for an eagle's and then it and then what he does um is also he, he looks at the legs, talons, and then he started picking up the old de- dead skin, which is really hard. Because as as it grows older, the talons also get harder, so it may not be flexible as it used to be. So there is no, it, it is no good for him to catch a salmon or anything from the river. And then he also picks up uh, old feathers that were sticking very heavy on them. Uh, it is a very painful process the eagle takes it through and he goes in and then he stays there for weeks and then when it is renewed when it gets full strength with the new sharp beak no curvy beak and then the new talons and the new young feathers and then he takes off, and then rest his history and then he lives for 30 40 years again sometimes it's worth to you know reflect from the Bible passages whatever God speaks to you when you go through difficult circumstances and take a moment sometimes it's very difficult for especially for mothers at home because um, as mothers I'm not I'm not degrading fathers but you know mothers have a lot of responsibilities so you have to look after the children you have to look after yourself you have to look at look after the work and things like that you know so as the father so Let's all find what time is the best time for us to reflect when we undergo difficult circumstances. What is the best time for me? If you ask me, my best time would be morning. If if, if you ask Rachel what is the best time, Rachel's best time is at night time. So choose whatever time is best for you and then if you want a coffee or whatever you want just to keep you awake or keep you focused, take it. Only coffee or tea, whatever makes you comfortable. Nothing else. Okay. No sugary drinks because you go crazy. Um, and, then, and then as we always do, just choose a quiet place where you, you won't be disturbed by your family members. Tell them that you're going for your own reflection. So go, please go and kneel down or whatever. Or just pace in the, in, in the room. Sing a few songs. Focus on worship. Because one of the things with eagles' life is eagles have sharp vision. So any eagle can see anything on the ground five kilometers above. So the eagle's focus is on the ground. It can be a hare, a rabbit, or something else. But like the way, once you are on your own, talking to God, or reading Bible words, or praying, just focus on what God wants you to focus on. Forget everything, just leave the mobile phone outside, uh, out, of, out of the room that you are in, or out of the van that you are in. And then just go, you know, go again and again, over and over again. Just set an, set an alarm if you can't really focus you know, for an hour. It can be half an hour, it can be one hour. But if we do it sincerely, that is the moment God will try and speak to you, speak to us. And then listen what the Bible, what the Bible verse says says to you, and then pray. Continue that God will give strength to go through. Now, this is the story of Eagle. So, let's back to the Bible verse now. The question is, how will you wait upon the Lord? The simpler answer that I can give it to you is, turn with me to Book of Psalms, five. Psalms, chapter 5, verse 3, please. Psalms 5, 3. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning, I will direct it to you, and I will look up. So the first thing in the morning, as we all do, you know, we we have our own routine. You know, I one of the things I always said it to Rebecca when she was young, eh, young well, the minute you wake up, just say always, "Thank you, Jesus, for giving me a good sleep." Simple things, you know. Whatever way you want to honor Lord, just say simple thing, and then, and then pour out your heart, heart if you can. If you need shower, take shower, and then pour out your heart, because the preparation is the most important thing to go through your life. If you are not prepared, it is going to be very very difficult. But you can say that, John, you don't know my life circumstances. I have this medical condition. I can't, I can't get up in the morning. You see, our, our Lord is not like our uh, school teacher where he keeps a progress record or attendance. And then, look, he knows our weakness. Do at your best. Uh, I leave that question with you because Christianity is not about rules and regulation. It's all about completely trusting him and asking him to lead us. Thank you. So the question is, how will you wait upon the Lord? Just simply go right in the mo- morning to God and may the Lord lead you. And the next point I'm, I would like to share is wait upon the Lord and its benefits. So what does it uh, give uh, to us when you wait upon the Lord? In uh, Psalm 2714, I, I have shared this um, outline on the, on the WhatsApp group. You can look at it later on if you want to. Psalms 27, 14, it says that the Lord strengthens you as you patiently wait for him. On Psalms 40, as Rufus read this morning, first four verses uh, talks about relief and salvation. If you are praying for, for some miracle to happen for so long, let me encourage you with a small um, story. Uh, one, of, uh, one of my friends, uh, her name is Cynthia. She's married nearly 48 or 49 years. No, I I think it's nearly, sorry, 38 years. I know her, I know her parents, I know her sisters, brothers, and her her husband very well. After they got married, they didn't have um, children. It took nearly 20 20 years, and then they they kept on praying. Every time she, she went to any prayer meeting or any gospel meeting, she... She, all, she always poured poured out her heart, prayed, prayed over again. And then, one of the days, the husband came and told her, that, why don't we um, adopt a, a, a girl? And she said, yeah. And then they went and then adopted a, a, a girl, and the girl grew, the rest is history. And as the daughter grew up in the family, she also prayed with the mother that, Lord, uh, give us another child, and then, nearly 35 years gone by, Lord miraculously touched her womb, and she gave birth to a baby boy, and the boy, and the boy is grown. So, are you still waiting for years uh, for your uh, prayers? Don't lose hope, like my friend did. Just pour out your heart. very simple thing, but it is easy for me to say it. Just pour out your heart to God, and trust in Him, in His own time, he will reward you, if we are faithful. Next is Psalm uh, 25, verse 3. It says that if you wait upon God, you will not be ashamed. You know, for, for, for sometimes, you know, we w- wait for people to, you know, give us some money or something like that. But sometimes they give us, sometimes they don't. Sometimes, you know, they they are shameless, uh, you know, because we kept on asking them. But our Lord knows our weakness. Our Lord knows our difficulties. Our Lord knows the needs. Keep trusting him. Keep waiting him. And he will not put us into shame. Lamentation 3.25 The Lord is good to those who wait for him if we are continuously wait for him the Lord will be good like the way he was good to my my friend Cynthia now we had seen what is uh, mean for wait upon the Lord and the benefits now the question is timings as we always say in this country take your time does it really matter It's very difficult to answer you know these type of uh, simple but at the same time complex philosophical question <laughs> you know my, my one of my friends used to say it you know whenever he asked me something to do it and he says John in your own time I like it in your own time because I can do it today or tomorrow you know fair play to him so waiting for God's time that's, the t- uh, that's one of the things that takes years of experience, you know. I'm not only simply, a, you know, teaching because I have given an opportunity to teach. Like yourself, I also went through a lot of difficult situations in my life, in, in, in our family life, in my brother's fam- family life and things like that, you know. God is always faithful if we keep trusting Him. Waiting for God's time, that takes years of experience. In in 2 Peter uh, 3, verses 8 to 9, it talks about in his perfect time. So we don't know the perfect time timing. Like the way Cynthia was praying for three decades, let's continuously wait upon the Lord. He will reward in his own time. Many of us are familiar with the passage uh, from Luke uh, 3, uh, 21 to 23. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who came into this world as human being, he only started his ministry at the age of 30 years. So 30 years he had been waiting and waiting and waiting as the Lord himself. And then at at his own time, at at the appointed time, the Lord started his ministry. That took nearly 30 years. And then again another uh, very familiar but painful passages in, in, in the Bible is Job. Job 36, 15. Job 36:15. It talks about Job's suffering, and and at the end of the chapter, he talks about the goodness of God. Fair play to Job. You know, many times um, some of us uh, I wouldn't say some of us some people they just quit because they couldn't take it anymore. But let's pray for those type of people, those who quit, and became atheists, became godless, or things like that. If you know any of your friends, those who had you know, underwent some some. Uh, difficult situation in their life who gave up the faith just continue to pray for him God will in his own time bring back that person into faith and James 5 11 again it talks about Job's problem and the Lord's mercy and comfort James 5 11 and uh, you know waiting again waiting Sometimes, you know, when when we say like, look, Christmas is coming, there is no pressure on anyone because commercial Christmas is not a uh, Christ-centered Christmas. So if you are planning to buy something for your partner, your children, I leave that question with you, okay? So imagine. It's going to be, you know, to, let's say in one week time. It's going to be 25th of Chris, uh, 25th of December, and you are expecting that your father and mother will bring you something nice. Let's say a teenager boy or girl would say, "My dad and mom will bring me an iPhone, nice iPhone, right?" And then on the 25th, he opens it, and 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 the boy is disappointed because there is a there is a small diary that says that, the greatest life story that had ever told. Imagine what, you know, imagine the disappointment the boy would had on the Christmas day. So God won't disappoint us, but interestingly enough, I heard a story of uh, one of the pastor who became a leadership, uh, leadership expert, his name is John C. Maxwell. Sometimes you know you you heard him on the on the radio and podcast as well. So he shared a story that um, Someone gave a a father gave a son a present. That was a diary when he opened it. It was a book actually when he opened it there was a a, 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 There was a writing at the French page of it the greatest life story you You ever told and then he started writing his own story later. He became a successful businessman so Turn with me to Proverbs 13, 12, if you could, Proverbs 13, 12, Proverbs 13, 12, could one of you read, it, if you don't mind, please, Proverbs 13, verse 12. Makes the heart sick. For a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. Thank you, Audrey. But my uh, my Bible, which is New King James Version, says, "But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life." So, are we still praying and waiting for God's timing? This is the word that encourages that keep us keep us praying, keep us waiting on the Lord. The reward is coming in his own time. When the reward comes, it will be like a tree of life. We're nearly there, so. The last part. Conclusion. Let's let's go back to the first question that I, I asked all of us, including myself. How far do we know our everlasting Father? It's all about knowing the everlasting God. Now let's go back to Isaiah, same chapter that we read, Isaiah chapter 40 29. Isaiah chapter 40, 29. He gives power to the weak unto those who have no might, he increases the strength. If we need strength, but our strength. The strength, it can be for daily activities, it can be for your work, it can be for your marriage issues, it can be for your, uh, for, for one for some of the things that you want to give up. Whatever it is, the Lord knows. Keep trusting, keep waiting. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, He increases the strength. And then the next word is Isaiah chapter 41.10. Isaiah chapter, chapter 41 10 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Many of you had written, you know, underlined, highlight some Bible portion in your, in your words. See, I have a habit of writing something with pencil on my um in my bible for example you know okay for this uh, this verse i will write something like that okay so this is the word let's say today's date, and i'll put okay that's for my promotion you know something like that okay just to encourage you i just write it down and then i keep trusting but at the same time i i try not to Change the original meaning of the Bible words. this is very important because nowadays we heard a lot of prosperity preaching and things like that on, on on the TVs and things like that. They just try to uh, manipulate or they just try to give take the word out of context. that's the right way to say, take the word out out of the context. I try not to do it unless the word convicts me over and over again. I write it, and then I'll pray for the Lord's will to be done. So I would encourage you to do the same. And um, next is um, Psalm 1611, Psalm 1611, Psalm 1611, you will show me the path of life, in your presence is fullness of joy, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Yes, Bible is keep on encouraging us to wait in his presence, the Lord's presence, not only on Sunday, whenever you can, wherever you can, please do wait in his his presence and you will come up with full of joy. And two more verses, Luke 5.58, Luke (laughs) 5.58. Sorry, apologies, not 58. Um, oh, sorry, 5 to 8, I'm, I'm really sorry. Luke 5, 5 to 8. This is again a very familiar p- passage for most of us. Uh, Simon Peter was uh, trying to f- uh, fish all night. Many times we are like Simon Peter, you know. We don't want to leave the control to the Lord as Anne, our church member had shared her story of, you know, Trusting God and giving full control to him. I'm like Anne many times, you know. I try to control everything if Rebecca does something wrong. Or if I, if, if, if I do something wrong, I say, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, you know. No, no, not you. Many, many, many times we are like that. So what we, you know, as we go along, what we need to learn is trusting God and leave the whole control to him. Let him take control of our ship. Then he knows how to sail uh, sail through, and he knows where the best treasures are. And, he, and at his word, let's put our uh, nets into the deep, and then the Lord will fill our nets with a lot of fish. I mean, fish in the sense, really good fish. Acts 16, 25 to 26. Acts 25, sorry, Acts chapter 16, 25 to 26. Acts 16, to 26 But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. Let's continue to pray that all the prison doors and the captives are set free. As one of the popular Christian apologists said in a conference where he and the Archbishop of Canterbury and a few other church leaders met with Palestinian and Muslim leaders, this is the way the Christian apologist said right in the middle of the meeting that until you and us start sacrificing our own sons for Christ, we will never find a peace meaning Jews and non jews especially Muslims until we come to know the knowledge of Christ the war will never end in the Middle East he said it years ago that is true let as we all pray for people to be saved in our own countries here in Europe elsewhere in Africa Asia and other parts please pray for the Jews to come to the knowledge of saving grace So as the Muslims, if you look at it, there are a lot of Muslims, uh, they they come to knowledge of Christ because they had a revelation from Christ. They heard the gospel from their friends and their partners and things like that. See, one of the things is like like myself, many times the Jewish people and the non-believers, their heart is hardened by the enemy. Let's pray for the breakthrough. Continue to support ministries like uh, One Minute for Israel or whatever ministry you support. Keep praying that God will soften the hearts of Israelites and, and some of the Muslim people in that part of the world. Then they'll come to the knowledge of God. Then eventually at one day, as we all hope for, the Lord will return. There will be a peace bestowed upon the earth. So this chapter again, if you look at it, it begins with comfort and ends with strengthened by the Lord as we wait upon. So let's continuously trust God, wait upon him, and let the Holy Spirit give us guidance as we go through whatever difficulties we go through. As Romans 8, says, all things work for good to those who love God. God bless you. Amen. Could I ask Brian to uh, finish it with a word of prayer?